Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Friday, November 10th. Wow, moment of silence, everybody. We made it to Friday. I hope you guys have been encouraged by the podcast this week. So many things that we need to be in prayer about in the country. But today we're gonna talk about a little bit more. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, jump off of Wednesday's podcast and talk about what it means to be unshakable in the culture. And I think it boils down to three simple words. Just show up. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So last week, we talked a little bit about how the culture is shifting. I was privileged yesterday to uh, speak for just a few minutes before the Clark County Prayer Breakfast here in my neck of the woods. About 600 people showed up to that. And I had eight minutes. And I'm telling you what, you guys, my knees were knocking. The mayor was there. Some of the state representatives were there. The police force were there. Civic students or civic servants rather were there. Uh, Pastors and teachers and men and women of influence. And I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do in these few short minutes that you've given me to speak and breathe life over this group of people? And as you know, I am passionate about uh, the Word of God and passionate about speaking truth to the culture, but I am more passionate than anything else about making sure that every person who hears me recognizes that they have influence. This is why I think Christians should be in the public square. This is why I think Christians should be running for public office. This is why I think Christians should go into fields of psychology and uh, obviously into medicine, because we have been called as men and women of God to be image bearers of the King of Kings, and an image bearer carries with them influence. So the Bible says in Luke 640 that when a student is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about homeschooling is because I recognize the importance, and this is a really big deal, the importance of education. I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it one more time. Education is not neutral. It's never been neutral and it never will be neutral. And if we are going to wield our influence in a way that pleases God, we need to recognize that nothing about our lives is neutral. Well, maybe we're neutral on the flavor of ice cream. I don't know. But we are, as a general rule, um, God has given us a conscience. We have been made in the image of God. And the Bible is very clear that the culture is always going to shift, but that God remains the same. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 15 tells us that we are the fragrance of Christ. And can I just encourage you today to be smelly, to be the fragrance of Christ. Everywhere you go, you should be taking your godly influence with you. And the reason we take that godly influence with us in that particular way is because God tells us to do it. We've been instructed to do that. We are ambassadors, according to the word of God, for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. 
So what does it look like? I'm, I'm thinking that today as I'm looking out my window and it's uh, it's starting to get cold here in Washington State. And most of the leaves now, well, not most, most of the leaves in my yard are off the trees, but certainly we are seeing the, the, uh, the weather changing, right? The weather changes all the time. We're going to go through winter here and there'll be snowstorms and ice and then spring will come and the rain will come and then we'll be back to our beautiful summer again. But things are constantly changing around us. And I wonder what would happen if we as God's people did what God said. Because like many of you, I am deeply concerned with the state of our nation. And I want to challenge you with three things that the Lord has patiently been teaching me as I am walking out my faith in full view of the culture. The first thing, obviously, is to be in in my Bible, to be in your Bible every day. There's a war going on. And as Christians, the weapons of our warfare are prayer and the Word. So you need to know the Word. You need to know the word. I said on uh, on uh, Wednesday, and we're, this is where we're sort of picking it up, that we need to begin to be driven by principle rather than emotion. In other words, we need to begin to say, Lord, what do you want me to do in this situation according to your word? Because God's word speaks to it. And influencers need the insight of God in the culture that's shifting. So to stay strong in the culture, we've got to be principle-driven. And I said this in uh, Kansas City. I tried to say it in Tulsa. Sorry, Tulsa, I really tried. Uh, But influence apart from God's truth will never achieve a kingdom purpose. So what is the kingdom purpose that we're trying to achieve? Well, it's to see souls saved. It's to see people go to heaven. Ultimately, the destination, right, is heaven. Our first purpose as men and women of God should be to see souls come to Christ. And I think the church in many ways has lost its way because we've been focusing on kinds of things. You know, we say that we're seeker sensitive and we bring people to the church, but then we fail to disciple them and they don't grow. And I often wonder if a Christian who's not growing ever really understood the gospel in the first place. So our first purpose as Christians should be to see souls come to Christ. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. I love this. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. How are our lives doing that? How are we imploring people to be reconciled to God? Are we, are we imploring people through the way that we live our lives? Are we imploring people through how we uh, handle ourselves at work? Are we imploring people? How are we doing that? Because we want to be sure that everyone who hears us and everyone who sees us says, boy, there's something different about that person. Whatever Heidi St. John has, I want it too. Not because Heidi St. John is so amazing, but because God is so amazing. We are ambassadors for Christ. The NLT has a great, uh, has a great, version of this verse as well. It says, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. A little bit more straightforward. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. That's pretty bold. Come back to God. He's saying, listen, church, you've been straying away too long. Come back to me. And we can do it because of the empowering help of the Holy Spirit. We can be bold in our influence. I believe that every single one of you listening to this today is a leader in your own right, and leaders are guides. If God is our shepherd, and he is, 
He expects us to shepherd others as his bold ambassadors. We know this because he is our example. The Lord says in Psalm, or in rather in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 12, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. And that's exactly what we are called to do. Leaders are guides. And the job of a guide is to get a person or a group to a destination safely. Parents are guides. Mothers are guides. Teachers are guides. This is why the Bible is so clear about the importance of education. We are guiding people to a destination safely. Now, we can, we can go, you know, kind of look uh, in, the, in the short term, right? And we can say, well, the destination is adulthood, right? I mean, this is what we're doing as mothers. We're trying to get our kids to adulthood. One of the things that we, Jay and I tell our children uh, as they're growing is that one of our goals as parents is to get our children to adulthood with, with very few regret. It's not that there won't be regrets in their lives, but we don't want them to suffer through the major regrets of major disobedience against God. So we're not talking about, you know, foolishness of a child. We're talking about decisions that if their father and I would have been more vigilant, they may not have, have made those decisions, like the decision to have sex before marriage or the decision to experiment with drugs or alcohol. We want our children to make it to adulthood, to destination, I guess you could call it, to destination adulthood with as few regret as possible. But ultimately, that's not the destination, is it? Ultimately, the destination is heaven. The Lord said, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. This is God saying this to us. He's going to help us if we will yield our lives to him. And we want to do that. I want to encourage you to do that. Because part of becoming whole and part of this is this is kind of the heart of uh, becoming mom strong. Part of becoming whole uh is not looking for uh, destination perfection. God's not looking for perfection, but he does want us to be whole. And this is why I believe you can lead while you're still learning because God's not looking for, for perfection. He's looking for integrity. And integrity means to be whole as in a whole number, an integer. It's a noun, by the way. If you want to look that up, some of you, some of you uh, like me love to look things up still the old-fashioned way. But integrity means the state of being whole or undivided. It comes from that word, integer. And we can't do that unless we know who we are in Christ. So I'm going to encourage you with just a couple of things today to know who you are in Christ. That's the first thing. If you want to, if you want to be a woman of influence or a man of influence, to use your influence to show up, you got to know who you are. Did someone just lose a child? Did a mother lose a baby to miscarriage? Do you have friends who are going through financial struggles? My husband and I certainly have gone through all of those things because we live in a broken, fallen world. There is brokenness all around us. Just show up. Just show up. Know who you are in Christ. You are more than a conqueror in Christ. You have hope and change inside of you because of the shed blood of Jesus. So know who you are in Christ and show up. Give accurate and godly counsel. This is part of becoming more like God, more like Christ, is that we would learn to apply his word resolutely and without compromise. 
So you are called to give accurate and godly counsel. And the third thing is to live a life of integrity. Wow. So these three things, know who you are in Christ, give accurate and godly counsel to those who are around you, live a life of integrity, and then finally, influence on purpose. Or in other words, influence with intention. How do you do that? You show up. I'd sure love to see us back away from our online personas and start really getting into our communities where we are. I keep hearing about worldwide visions, and I'm happy for that. You know, MomStrong International, there's that word in there, international. God's calling us to a big thing, but it starts right here at home. It starts right here at home in our own communities. Are we influencing those around us with intention? The Bible is very clear on the results of godly of godly influence, and we read about this all throughout Psalm 119. I love it because Psalm 119 says that you are that if you are walking with the Lord, you are going to be a blessing. That's Psalm one. That's uh, verse one. The results of godly influence are pure and ethical lives. Verses nine to eleven: strength and revitalization, steadiness, even under stress. The Bible says in verse 99 that those who walk with the Lord become wise and God gives them more insight than their teachers. Verse 129 and 160 says that we will be given wisdom for new challenges. And verse 165 says we will be given inward peace and confidence. That's a result of walking with the Lord. He loves you. He loves you. And this is who you are in him. And I just want to encourage you today to be that influence in somebody else's life. Say, Lord, help me to take my influence first to my family and then to a world that's watching because God's gonna give you everything that you need. You know, Jay and I had a dream a long time ago to start a resource center where we live because we recognize something about this generation of parents. You know, 20 some odd years ago when I started homeschooling my kids, I wasn't really sure I wanted to homeschool because, well, first of all, everybody that I knew that homeschool was weird, <laughs> not trying to be a jerk. I'm a homeschooler, so I, I get to say that. But secondly, I was running to something. I saw something in the homeschool movement. I saw people spending time with their kids. I began to realize that God was doing something through the homeschool movement, and I wanted to be a part of that. This generation of parents is completely different from what I can see. They're not running to something, they're running from something. And I wanna ask you today, what are we giving them to run to? Are we saying, follow me as I follow Christ? Are we just showing up? Are we bringing that casserole? Are we getting involved? Are we getting down and dirty with the people around us? Because that's what Jesus would have us do. He would have us just show up. So I want to encourage you this weekend as we observe uh, Veterans Day, if you know a veteran, can you just show up? Can we show up? Can we say, thank you for what you're doing? I wonder what would happen, men and women, if we just showed up and we were in public the same way we are in private. I think amazing things would happen. I think revival would break out if we would start seeing ourselves the way God sees us. So I hope you guys are encouraged. Be in your Bibles. If you haven't downloaded the Scripture Writing Challenge, it's not too late. We're on the 10th of November today, which means we're about, oh my goodness, halfway through the month of November. Somebody stop me. I know the Christmas countdown is coming. And speaking of Christmas countdowns, speaking of that, we have some pretty special things going on, which you will see on the website 
next week, we are making gift packages. So if you would like to give something to a mom friend of yours from the Heidi St. John collection, either from my jewelry collection, or you'd like to buy the MomStrong book and Bible study, we're going to be putting together some really cool gift packages, and they will come already ready to give. And you guys will be blessed, and it will bless us in return. So watch for that next week um, on the website, Plan Ahead for Christmas. Also, don't forget, I am coming your way. I'm going to publish my schedule today. My speaking schedule is going to go up online here so that you guys can see where I'll be in 2018. But the first place I will be is in Sparta, New Jersey for the MomStrong Conference. And so prices are going up for that pretty soon. Right now, it's the early bird rate. Get it while you can. Um, invite your friends. Invite your moms. Invite. They don't have to be a mom. Any, any woman who has influence in the life of another human being will benefit from coming to the MomStrong Conference. So the next place I'll be after that is February 2 and 3 in Dayton, Ohio. And then I was telling my husband uh, earlier, I said, don't even look at the schedule for uh, February because you're going to freak out. But I will be in Mom's, at MomStrong in Lakeland, Florida on the 16th and 17th of February. And then after that, I've got a women's retreat. And after that, March 3rd is my birthday. And you guys all know... Uh, what I like for my birthday, right? I like to hear from you. I like to hear what God's doing in your life. So I appreciate you listening to uh, the podcast today. If you've not left a review yet for Becoming MomStrong or for the MomStrong Bible Study over on Amazon or at Goodreads, I would love it if you would do that. And I would really be blessed and encouraged if you continue just to leave reviews for this podcast over at iTunes. You guys are loved. God loves you. I love you. And I thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And I will see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.